0: Hello friends, this is Event and Lighting Demystified, brought to you by Trifun Events, and I'm your host, Anka. Thank you for joining, and welcome to our new episode this month. After the rush of July, with all the back-to-back recordings and interviews, I must say I needed a sweet break, and I thought August was going to be that silly me to think that it turned out to be one of the busiest months professionally and personally not an easy month for sure but here we are september rolled around and as a matter of fact i'm recording this episode somewhere in the woods of idaho so if you hear any nature sounds bleeding in don't be surprised, I'm actually by a creek, so there's the shooting water just going by. I want you to be prepared to maybe not falling asleep because there's this white noise constantly in the background. Anyway, I'm cutting super tight to the episode's air deadline, so my only option has been to bring a very small audio setup and nail this episode during our camping adventure over Labor Day weekend. And when I say camping... I mean, tent camping, guys. I rough it out and I push my limits to live life to the fullest. I'm kidding. I don't know why I'm not glamping right now. Anyway, totally off topic. So, what am I going to talk to you about in the middle of some God-forgotten woods in the Idaho wilderness? Well... The nature progression of things would be to continue the virtual event discussion. As we all know, that's still very much the hot topic in town, especially if you've got some stake in the meeting and events industry. So let me ask you a question right off the bat. Have you ever walked into a virtual meeting confident you know your page to your client or peers, but then became unraveled when you're asked if you know your AAC from your AR or the RFP from your PO, what about your CRM from your CRS and all the other LED, LCD, PIP, RTP, RTMP, and RTSP acronyms that are especially used these days in virtual event streaming. Sound familiar? The situation perhaps, but the acronyms, I mean, who knows? Whether you're a veteran meeting organizer who could do with an update on virtual event streaming acronyms, or starting your event industry career and want to look like you've been doing this for years, fear not. You too can learn the virtual streaming lingo that everybody else seems to be using by listening to today's show. So grab a pen and let's dive in. But, 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 but before we do just that. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast on your favorite listening platform. Feel free to screenshot the podcast, share it on social media, and tag us at Trifan Events. To find more information about Trifun Events, our services, our in-person, as well as virtual events, what our clients have to say about us, as well as tips and tricks of the trade, especially on how to transition to virtual or hybrid events, we would love for you to join us at TrifunEvents.com and that is T-R-E-E-F-A-N-E-V-E-N-T-S.com. I welcome your feedback and suggestions via direct messaging on Instagram or Facebook or emailing me directly at podcast at at threefunevents.com. You've probably learned by now that in the online video streaming reality of virtual events between encoders and RTMPs, the lingo of live streaming can get a little confusing as there is a ton of vocabulary, jargon, and acronyms that industry professionals throw around and might seem like another language to you, but by becoming familiar with these keywords, you can walk into any new virtual meeting with a renewed air of confidence and get those acronyms right. So guys, listen up. For today's show, A tiny, tiny warning. I'm going to nerd the heck out of this episode and I will be going over a comprehensive list of abbreviations and staple keywords from A to Z. That's right, that's the episode that we're doing the ABC. And this A to Z comprehensive list of abbreviations and stable keywords is something that every virtual meeting and event planner should know and understand. But if this is not your cup of tea, I get it. I won't hold it against you if you fall asleep halfway through and wake up wondering what just happened. <laughs> I do not want to emphasize though. Having a solid grasp on this vocabulary will certainly help you navigate the technology available to you, troubleshoot potential issues, and improve the overall quality of your live streams. So if you need to take it in increments over coffee every morning, go for it. If you want to treat it like a band-aid and rip it right off and listen to this in one sitting, do it. You might need to come back to it a few times over anyway, just because there's just going to be a lot of terms we're going to be covering. So without much further ado, let's just get right to it. We're going to start with A, right? ABC, familiar with that song? Don't make me sing it because I will. The first term we're going over is AAC, Advanced Audio Coding, which is a compression format very similar to MP3, which I believe you might be familiar with. If not, I think I'm going to cover it under M and this format features increased sample frequency and offers a higher quality audio track for your live video. Next term, AVF, not IVF. This is accepted video format. Mostly common formats that are accepted include but are not limited to MP4, M4V, MOV, is the standard for MPEG4 files, as well as WMV, which is the Windows Media video file, AVI, the audio video interleaved format. Next term, adaptive streaming, which is a way to stream multiple resolutions of your live video to accommodate viewers with varying degrees of network bandwidth or internet speed. Very useful if you're in some Rural parts of the world where you might need this part of your streaming. Next, our map. We're still in A's, guys. Aspect ratio. The proportional relationship between an image or a player's width and its height. The standards for broadcast are 4x3 and 16x9. HD video is natively 16x9, which is why we recommend 4x3 as a typical for SD video and not HD. B roll. Oh my gosh, guys, you need to know about B-roll. And if you don't, (laughs) there's a really funny video that somebody showed me once on YouTube. If you just pull it up, be ready to crack up over that. However, let's just define it, okay? B-roll, because we're in Bs. A, Bs, yay. It's an additional footage that offers options for editors when cutting a live show. Having B-roll on hand is a great way to add dynamic content to your live broadcast. Many editors will cut from a speaker or a subject to crowd shots or wide shots for a smoother show. Again, you need B-roll in your life. If you haven't heard about it, Google it. I promise you'll be enlightened. Bandwidth. Typically measures in bitrate, bandwidth refers to the amount of data that can be transferred from one location to another in a given amount of time. Bitrate, the speed at which audio and video data compressed into packets, which we will define a little later, so be patient. We need to get to the letter P first, right? compressed into packets, which is sent from a streaming device to a streaming services CDN, which stands for content delivery network, another term that we will define a little later, and transferred over the internet. The data is measured in bits, not to be confused with bytes. Kilobit per second, it's a unit of data transfer rather equal to a thousand bits per second. Megabit per second is a unit of data transfer rather equal to 1000 bits per second or 1000 kbps. It's important to distinguish bitrate from resolution, which is another term that will be defined later in the show. While video resolution is largely determined by the camera's abilities itself, video bitrate is the amount of data that a streaming device can send. Oh, that was a chick mom just, just ran by. <laughs> Super interested in resolution and bitrate. Both however affect your overall stream quality. Bonding. Bonding allows you to combine multiple internet sources, Ethernet, wi-fi and or 4G or 5G cellular data to establish a redundant connection for your stream. Buffering. Before a video can play a certain amount of preloading data must be downloaded to stream. We are into C's. We're going fast here. Well, we'll see. Capture cards or devices. It's a hardware device that converts the analog video signal coming from a camera into a digital format that a computer can read and understand. Different models connect to a computer through different means. PCIe's, USB, Thunderbolt, and support different video signals such as SDI, HDMI component, etc. I'm not sure who uses component, but I guess it's still something to be mentioned. And I just got interrupted by another critter running by here in the woods. I hope that I will survive this recording and no chipmunks will attack this recording. I am going to go to the next term, which is chroma key. And if you hear this annoying Chikmang sound, just know that it's out of my control. Chroma key, a special effects technique where a block of color, often blue or green in a video frame is replaced by another color or image. This is where it's great to have a green screen behind you. If you're going to use some of the virtual backgrounds that most of the video calling interfaces allow these days. The most common use is, for example, during the weather forecast segment of a news program where they show the moving map and the weather moving by. And this chroma keying allows the forecaster to stand in front of a computer generated map when they are actually standing in front of a large green wall, which must be trippy for some of you thinking that, Hey, I thought that was real. Actually, not really. Closed captions, a text overlay of your subject's dialogue akin to a transcription that appears on top of your live video to assist the hearing impaired, could also include sound effects in addition to dialogue, which if you're doing a virtual event, it's a consideration that you should take seriously into account because there's a lot of uh, people that could use closed caption to be able to attend your event, your virtual event. Next turn up, CDN, the one that I mentioned that I'll come back to. Content delivery network, a distribution system on the internet that accelerates the delivery of web pages, audio, video, and other internet-based content to users around the world. what indeed, dedicated bandwidth, bandwidth that is reserved to a single purpose on a network. With a dedicated connection, it is possible to guarantee a certain amount of bandwidth for the duration of a stream. Dedicated bandwidth is also recommended for live streaming. And this is something that I can't emphasize enough because if you're going to stream, you better have some good bandwidth and possibly most importantly, dedicated bandwidth to do that. Download speed. The rate that data can be transferred from the internet to a user's computer or device. This is key for users looking to watch a stream. Embedded audio. We're already in E. This is exciting. The audio signal is sent to the output source through the video signal. This workflow is recommended to avoid audio video sync issues. For example, a microphone is plugged into a camera, then a single HDMI cable connected to the camera carries both the video and the microphone's audio to an encoder simultaneously. The opposite would be the microphone being plugged into the encoder directly separate from the camera. If you have a TV and an HDMI cable that goes from your DVD player, for example, this is the perfect simplest application of this embedded audio, where you just need one cable to send your signal over your audio and your video signal over to your smart TV. Embedded video, a video player that can be seen on one website, but is hosted on another website through HTML embedded code. Encoding related to video. Encoded is the process of converting from a video source to a format that can be streamed over the internet. Ethernet cable, also called a cat5 or a cat6 cable. These are high speed cables and are the most popular form of network cable used on wire networks. Oh my gosh, this chipmunk, guys, is getting closer to me. I might have to boogie (laughs) and I'm still at E. (laughs) Not good. Okay, back to Ethernet cables. In video streaming, this type of cables are recommended over connecting wirelessly because of the large amount of video data that must be transmitted during a stream. Before we get to F, did I mention how I'm recording this episode in the middle of some Idaho forgotten woods? Yeah, that's why all the nature sounds coming through and that water stream that is the white noise in the background, that you're probably wondering what that is if you just dropped in the middle of the episode. Anyway, back to F Flash Player, a legacy software made by Adobe for viewing multimedia and rich internet applications and streaming video and audio on a computer web browser. And it's capable of playing video in a variety of supported formats, which is also something that is kind of going away. So maybe don't worry about this one. Graphics. Logos, lower thirds, and text featured on screen during a stream, or on-demand video. And this is important because it's an element of a virtual event that you can very much customize to your branding, to your marketing efforts and any type of type formats that you can think of. And you should work closely with your media production to do that because it's an option and I will certainly take advantage of. H264. It's ideal for video, web videos, and streaming, and it's a compression format that lets you stream MPEG4 video over the web without maxing out your bandwidth. HDMI High Definition Multimedia Interface. An audio video interface for transferring video and audio data to and from HDMI-compliant source devices, such as cameras and receivers, a common standard for connecting HD devices at the consumer level, as HDMI cables can send video and audio signals together, like in the example of the HD DVD Blu-ray player that you have connected to your smart TV, and it prevents the hassle of using multiple cables for a single audio-visual production. HD resolutions, high definition video resolution, which contains more pixels than standard definition. That was a simple explanation. I hope you got that. HD SDI high definition, serial digital interface, which is a video interface standard that allows for the transmission of high definition video over coaxial cable at faster speeds than other HD options. Thus, It is recommended when longer cable runs are required. And I mean longer than say 20 feet. Anything above that go with an SDI. HTML5 video, an in-browser player format that is replacing Adobe Flash. Like I mentioned, Adobe Flash, don't worry about remembering that one because it's going to be replaced by HTML5. Whenever video is streamed on the internet, HTML5 requires less bandwidth overall and it makes it an ideal format for streaming video. IP camera, a digital camera that sends and receives video data over your network rather than with a captured device. ISO recording. Abbreviation for isolated recording, a recording of a single camera source during a multi-camera production. Typically, multiple ISO recordings are done simultaneously and are edited together in post-production. ISP. This is something that stands for an internet service provider and is an organization that provides services for accessing, using, or participating in the internet, such as Comcast, AT&T, name your ISP in your area. In video streaming, your ISP provides you with the bandwidth that you use to stream your content keyframe interval. And we are already at K, guys. This is going, this is going good. Hopefully this episode won't hit 60 minutes. A keyframe is a full frame of an image that provides a reference point within a video. They are typically used to detect changes in the video, such as movement of a talking head. The interval is how often keyframes are set within the video, which is configured in the encoder. If you're expecting lots of movement in your video, it's best to have a shorter keyframe interval, which can be data intensive and thus creates a larger size video file. Now I'm not a video editor and this is way above my pay grade, but just trust me on this it's important to know a little bit about keyframes. Otherwise you might get into trouble like I did not too long ago with one of the videos that I released over the internet. And I had some issues in the keyframes and thanks to a good friend of mine, I was able to go back and fix it. But again, don't take my word on trying to fix your keyframe problems. I'll give you somebody to call because I'm not a specialist on video editing. Let's go down to RL. A, B, C, we're getting to L. How amazing is that? Latency, the amount of time it takes for data to reach one point to another. For example, the video from the event to be seen by the viewer. Synonyms are lag and delay. And in live streaming, lower latency is ideal. Live streaming streams have about 20-30 second latency to allow and facilitate DVR. And this is something very important to understand, especially if you are planning a virtual event fundraiser with a live auctioneer that will be taking, say, live beads. and there's this expectancy of beads to happen as fast as they happen in person environment, but that's not the case with virtual events. On the contrary, you have to plan for those 20, 30 seconds of latency or lag that you might have during a virtual event so if that's something that your virtual benefit auctioneer cannot do maybe it is time to look for someone that is able to facilitate that transaction during a virtual event with taking latency into account. Live streaming. The transmission of live video via a mobile or digital recording device that audiences can watch and interact with in real time time okay we're somewhat halfway through We're at L. this is exciting because this is a very long episode and for some of you it might it might bore the heck out of you I get it I'm also in the middle of some woods who knows where I don't know in Idaho and somebody just decided to cut wood behind me so there's the element of surprise and we never know if I will finish this episode without being attacked by chipmunks I do not know I am taking a risk here to bring you this information so maybe to be appreciated I don't know or maybe you're thinking what are you thinking why are you doing this in the middle of the woods um don't ask Let's just go back into our abbreviation and acronyms for virtual event streaming. And I am at live video output, which is a physical output coming from your camera or switcher that allows your video sources to be seen in another source, like a projector or a monitor. Lossless compression, a compression format for video and audio that retains the original information of your audio and video sources. This method is best for maintaining the full quality of your sources while live streaming and is best suited for strong, fast network connections. Lossy compression, on the other hand, unlike lossless compression, Lossy compression removes some of the data of your audio and video sources in order to reduce the size when streaming. Lower thirds. A lower third is a graphic overlay placed in the lower area of the screen, but not taking up the entire area. Lower thirds are used to identify speakers, their names, places, or events on screen, not previously identified in the context of the video. If you've ever watched a TV show, you know what I'm talking about. Even if you never actually was able to define that, that's what that is. But it's all this text that happens to be coming as an overlay as a graphic overlay in the lower area of the screen, media beans, and we are at M a module in video software where a producer or editor can import and organize their pre-recorded video files, very much used in video production software and why not. NPEG dash, an adaptive bitrate format that contains encoded audio and video. MPEG separates your video stream into smaller sequence files, allowing your content to stream seamlessly over the Internet. MPEG-TS, a format designed for transmitting MPEG video and other streaming formats, could also include separate streams for video, audio, and closed captions. Packets. And this is something that I mentioned right in the first few acronyms that we were discussing. And I said that I would come back to when we get to letter P. And here we are, letter P coming up. Packets are the most basic units of information transport in modern computer networks. When data is sent from one place to another on the internet, it is broken up into packets and routed to its final destination. Each packet might use different routes through the internet to its destination and when they have all arrived, they are reassembled. This is somewhat out of the metrics, but it's pretty cool. Packet loss. This is the failure of one or more transmitted packets to arrive at the destination. The packet lost their ticket or something. It occurs at some point between when your live streaming encoder sent its data and when the data is supposed to be received by the server. Not a good thing. Password protection, we all know what that is, right? Restricting access to streaming content via a password that is given out only to those who should see it. Picture-in-picture, PIP, the ability to see multiple video sources at the same time. Ping, this is something that would test the reachability of an IP network or a server. It measures the round trip time for messages sent from the original host to a destination computer and then back to the source, typically in milliseconds. Progressive video. A video track with complete frames as opposed to interlaced fields. Progressive video can be paused at any time and would still display the pause frame complete image. Streaming videos are progressive by nature. Resolution refers to the number of individual pixels, the smallest element of an image that make up the full video screen. Specs like 4K, 1080p, 480p all refer to the video resolution that a camera or other video source can record and output. In the case of a like 1920 by 1080, the image captured is 1920 pixels wide by 1080 pixels in height. The larger this number, the more detailed and clear your streaming will be. RTMP, Real-Time Messaging Protocol. It's a protocol used for streaming audio, video and data over the internet between a flash player and a server. RTP, Real-Time Transport Protocol. A network protocol for delivering audio and video over IP networks. It's commonly used with video teleconference systems and web-based push-to-talk features. RTSP real-time streaming protocol, a commonly used streaming protocol designed for entertainment and communication systems to control streaming media servers. Clients of media servers issue VCR style commands, such as play record and pause to facilitate real-time control of the media streaming from the server to a client, like a video on demand or from a client to a server, like video recording, SD resolution, as in standard definition resolution. Common SD resolutions include 1024 by 576 pixels or 720 by 480 pixels. Pretty low resolution to begin with. SD-CDN, also known as software defined CDN. A content delivery network that uses multiple CDNs to improve your viewers' experience. Streaming video. Video content that is played directly over the internet can be live or pre-recorded, but does not need to be downloaded in order to view. Switcher. Traditionally, a large video device that you use to select and switch between several different video sources control graphics overlays and perform keying operations and general color signals. Transcoding. The process of converting data from one form of coded representation to another. The process by which video files are converted to a reduced bitrate while still maintaining the original video format. This enables users to feed specific media into a much smaller storage space or deliver video files more efficiently using reduced bandwidth. TCP Transmission Control Protocol. This is a communication protocol which enables two hosts to establish a connection and exchange streams of data. Guarantees not only the delivery of data, but also that packets, which we defined earlier, will be delivered in the same order in which they were sent. UDP, User Datagram Protocol, is another way to transmit or receive audio and video via a network card or modem. Real-time media flow protocol, RTMFP is based on UDP, whereas real-time messaging protocol RTMP is based on TCP, which is the transmission control protocol, which is defined earlier. Guys, we're almost there. I promise. Upload speed. The rate that data can be transferred or uploaded from a user computer or device to the Internet via your ISP, which we defined earlier and it stands for Internet Service Provider. This is key for users looking to broadcast an event. When streaming, the rate of sent information is typically measured in megabits per second (Mbps). If your network's available upload bandwidth is less than the bit rate at which you're sending your stream, you will start to see packet loss defined earlier in the stream. Video audio compression. This is where we go back to H.264, which is a standard for video compression and is commonly one of the most used formats for the recording, compression, and distribution of higher definition videos. AAC, which stands for audio coding, is the default or standard audio format across all media platforms, including YouTube, iPhone, iPod, iPad, you name it. Video on demand, VOD, it is the ability for viewers to watch or listen to content when they choose rather when having to watch at a specific time, like a virtual event would be that broadcasts or live streams on a specific day at a specific time. Workflow. A sequence of equipment or processes through which a piece of work passes from initiation to completion. In video production that is typically something that refers to the process in which your video and audio reach your audience. What camera are you going to use? What cables? What capture devices? How about encoding the software and hardware? What are you using for that? What is the internet connection? And all of those little tiny details that make for a successful live stream. So in the end, they're not really, really that tiny of a detail, but a very important part of your live streaming success. Okay, guys, that was W and I'm almost done with my voice here. I feel like after all of this, I lost it. I know, I know this was a lot of abbreviations, acronyms, information overall that your brain is about to explode. But here's the good news. If you want to listen to this episode later and maybe a few times over you will master all these new words and you will have them under your belt and you will be well on your way to becoming a streaming expert. And I know there's been a few distractions on the way here with chipmunks attacking me and people cutting wood behind me and a creek in front of me. I mean this is the Idaho forest that we're talking about and there's wild things that are happening and they're totally out of my control and it's definitely different than my quiet studio at home so I'm sorry you had to put up with all of this hopefully it brought a little bit of excitement to your day knowing that I could possibly be attacked by critters or spiders uh the woods at any given moment But luckily that didn't happen. And I finished this podcast and we are good and you're safe and I am safe. So this is it. That's all I've got for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Well, again, if I didn't lose you like five minutes into it. I do want to hear from you though, so please leave a comment and if you find any of this information helpful or useful in any way, reach me via email, podcast at TrifanEvents.com or via my Instagram account, message me directly at Trifan underscore events and you can learn more about what we do, what can we help with during this time and just in general, what are we up to these days. Here's to a safe and healthy rest of your day or weekend or whatever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope to see you next time. Thank you again for listening and let's stay in touch.